This is IndyCar Weekly. IndyCar Weekly is brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of IndyCar and the Indianapolis 500. The National Guard, find your path to honor in the Guard. Peak Motor Oil, when you peak, you win. By Honda Generator, the preferred portable generator of the IZOD IndyCar Series. Henchman Racewear, Henchman, the pioneer in driver suit technology. Find us at henchmanracewear.com. And by the Indy Racing Experience. Get details on the experience of a lifetime at IndyRacingExperience.com. Tributes pour in from all parts of the globe as the world of motorsport mourns the loss of IndyCar driver Dan Weldon. A great driver and a great friend. We'll remember Daniel this week by revisiting a pair of interviews with the Englishman. I hope you'll stay with us for a very special edition of IndyCar Weekly. Now you can bring back your favorite memories of the Indy 500 with the IMS Radio Network. Here's the checkered flag for Jim Rathman, the winner of the 44th Annual 500-mile race. Little Al wins by just a few tenths of a second. Go to IndianapolisMotorSpeedway.com to purchase copies of classic Indy 500 broadcasts. And Elio Castro Neves climbs the fence in the front straight. Johnny Rutherford wins the 1980 Indianapolis 500. Elise, come on, it's game day. You've got all weekend to study. Jen, this has nothing to do with studying. I've got to work. The way the economy is, I figure I'll be working for the next century just to pay off these student loans. Well, you know... I know, I know. You joined the National Guard, so your college is completely paid for. Yes, you've mentioned it a couple thousand times. The National Guard scholarship covers up to 100% of your tuition. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Hey guys, remember when you were 18 with unlimited energy and the stamina to do anything you wanted, anytime? Wish you could relive your glory days and have the testosterone drive of your teenage years with the experience and skill you have today? Now you can with ProGene Daily Complex. This is Dr. Todd Karen from the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine. Testosterone levels decrease in men after the age of 20. It's a major cause of the aging process. The effects include lack of energy, decrease in muscle mass, increasing belly fat, and decreased sexual performance, all of which impact self-esteem, confidence, and most importantly, overall quality of life. Kick your drive back into high gear with ProGene. Call 800-590-7150 today to get a full month absolutely free. No injections, no prescription needed. ProGene is an all-natural herbal supplement that helps men boost testosterone production. Claim your free month supply now by calling 800-590-7150. That's 800-590-7150. Again, 800-590-7150. Shipping and processing charges apply. This is Will Power, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Dario Franchitti is the 2011 IZOD IndyCar Series champion. James Hinchcliffe is the Sunoco Rookie of the Year. But those stories have obviously taken a backseat following the tragic turn of events Sunday at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Welcome back to IndyCar Weekly. I'm Mike King. Well, with only a handful of the scheduled 200 laps complete, Dan Weldon on Sunday became ensnared in a massive multi-car incident in Turn 2 that saw a dozen different cars make contact with the outside wall. Weldon, who of course is the 2005 IndyCar Series champion and two-time Indy 500 winner, suffered injuries deemed unsurvivable when the announcement of his death was made by IndyCar CEO Randy Bernard shortly after 6 o'clock Eastern time. Minutes later, the drivers not involved in that crash returned to their cars and in a three-wide Indy 500 starting formation did five tribute laps in Weldon's honor while a bagpipes version of Amazing Grace played over the track's public address system. It was just four months earlier that the Gordon Piper's bagpipes had heralded Dan Weldon's return to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
Dan Weldon was a unique and likable guy, and he was a friend of mine. And, you know, a lot of people called Daniel their friend. He was just 33 years old, and he was absolutely loving life. When it came to family, his wife Susie and his boys Sebastian and Oliver were the absolute center of his universe. But racing was his favorite cousin. As the official test driver for the new Delara safety cell that will be introduced next season, Dan was really just marking time until 2012 arrived. He was set to team up once again with Michael Andretti. He was going to join Ryan hunter Ray and Marco Andretti on what he was hoping to be Super Team 2.0 at Andretti Autosport. Now, over the past few days, you've seen the crash that took Dan's life. You've read article after article describing that incident. And, of course, you've heard many of the words of sympathy that have literally poured from his fellow IndyCar competitors, along with those of the world's best-known racers from other series. As a fan of IndyCar who listens to this show, you may have had the opportunity to meet Dan, to get an autograph, maybe even have him stop long enough on his way to pit lane to pose for a quick picture. He did that a lot when he was at the track because he loved being an IndyCar driver, and he really loved the fans. You feel that same hollow feeling that you feel when you've lost a member of your family. The world just has not seemed quite right these past few days. That's what happens when you lose someone special, even if you barely know them. I've got a pair of interviews with Daniel that I'm going to play for you this week. One was recorded after he won his first Indy 500. Another was recorded in January of this year when he spent a lot of time talking about the past and the future. I always enjoy talking with Dan, and I'm thankful that I've got this sound to remind me of him. Dan Weldon is going to take us back to his first win at Indy, next on IndyCar Weekly. Danica Patrick, IndyCar race winner. People often ask what it takes to get under my hood. Very simple. Trust and performance. That's why only Peak Performance Motor Oil touches my car. One of the most trusted names in automotive brings you a complete line of premium motor oils. Made with the same commitment to protection and performance, Peak built its reputation on. And Peak is tough enough to be the official motor oil of the IndyCar series. When you peak, you win. Available at Advanced Auto Parts. If you know passion, you know my name. If the roar of a race car gives you goosebumps, you know my name. If you believe that no one ever remembers who comes in second, you know my name. If you're into checkered flags, chugging milk and burning rubber, you know my name. You know my name because I've been here from the very beginning. As vital today as I was over 100 years ago, I'm a powerhouse. I am a running wide open with no finish line in sight. I'm the fire that never goes out. You know my name. I am then, I am now, I am forever. I am Firestone, and I am proud. I'm Charlie Kimball. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Hi, I'm Wendy Stevens, CEO of Local Gorilla Marketing, and we're expanding our sales force in your area. We've been recognized by Forbes magazine as the most trusted marketing brand name in U.S. history. In fact, you've probably heard you're in good hands with Allstate, Old Spice, and many other iconic brands. Now, due to the online explosion of mobile, video, and social media marketing, we're experiencing record demand for our cutting-edge solutions, and we're expanding rapidly at this point. Now, in order for us to identify the highest quality candidates nationally, we're accepting applications online. So if you feel that you excel in a dynamic and financially rewarding arena, then we're looking for you. There's an opportunity to earn three to $5,000 a week while you train on your way to a high six or seven figure income for the entrepreneurial minded. To apply, go to www.sixfigurespeedway.com. That's the number sixfigurespeedway.com. Sixfigurespeedway.com. I'm Simona Di Silvestro, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. For the past six years, Honda has built every IndyCar series engine. That same commitment to engineering is what you'll find in the all-new Civic, the official vehicle of the IZOD IndyCar series. See more at shophonda.com.
Dan Weldon won his first Indy 500 during that magical 2005 season at Andretti Green Racing. It was a season that saw him in victory lane six times, and he scored 12 top five finishes on his way to winning the championship. In May of 2006, we were in a rain delay during one of our qualification broadcasts at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and Daniel decided that he was going to stop by the broadcast booth. After talking with him for a few minutes, Dan said that he had not had the chance to hear the end of the 05 race. So our production director, Chris Pollock, promptly pulled up the final five laps. Donald Davidson and I listened along with Dan, and then the defending 500 champ, Gave us his thoughts. Danica Patrick about two cars ahead of Dan Weldon down the front straightaway. Amberton English, Dan Weldon. He's going to move to the inside of the Roscoe, Illinois native. They're side by side. Yes. Weldon will try to take the lead in the one. And he will get the job done. Weldon put down to the white line. Now Patrick's going to play catch up. Right behind her, Vitor Mira. One, two, three, and two. Weldon completed the pass in the short shoes. Now pulling away. Dan Weldon really starting to stretch it out now. Weldon at the exit of the three. Has about a Dan Weldon has opened things up. He's won three of the first four races this year. Could it be four or five? We take a look at Dan Weldon as he begins to open it up. Eight, maybe ten car lengths separating him from second place. Danica Patrick with 194 completed uh, Danica Patrick's going to have her hands full with Vitor Mira. And Hurt is going to get a player, become a player two in turn two. No doubt right now the battle for second. Dan Weldon is pulled away and Vitor Continues to stock Danica Patrick down the back straightaway. Danica looks like she got up on the wheel a little bit at midway point of the back straightaway. Started to close that advantage a little bit. That's allowed her to gain some distance between herself and Vitor Mira running in third. Yeah, that red and white Weldon car, car 26, that gap has narrowed. I'd call it about 10 car lengths now as they move toward you, Mike King. 195 complete, five remain. Pancho Carter, what do you think? It took Weldon a while to get up to speed. He has not been good on restarts today, but boy, once he seems to wind that thing up, he really has a lot of speed. Well, that's like I've been saying all day long. I think you want to be leading this race. You've got the cleaner air. Uh, lap cars should not be an issue now because of the, the just the number of laps left to go. Danica's car didn't look as good behind Weldon's car when he got by her, so she probably had to make some adjustments. Maybe she can make a little improvement and make a run at him. But uh, right now, clean air, that's that's your you know the best thing you can be in to go fast. The Klein Tools Jim Beam Machine, last time by 222.024 miles an hour. About six car lengths separating first and second place. Vitor Mira now beginning to close in third. And he'll have to stay in the number three spot, though, Mike, because right now it's their leader, Weldon, then Patrick, then Mira, then Hurt of second corner. Dan Weldon flexing his muscles with four to go at Indianapolis. Now the battle for third is on. Brian Hurt closing quickly. He's got Vitor Mira in his sights. Can he make the move as they head down the back stretch? That's the best battle now. Herta starts to drop behind Mira just a little bit. He has the best in Ford A in tow. Back up front, Dan Weldon continues to lead Danica. They're through the short shoot. Wheels down along the white line out of Ford. Dan Weldon now about a 12-car length lead over Danica Patrick. Donald Davidson's been a long time since an Englishman has been in victory lane here at the Speedway. Uh, well, yeah, the last time would be Jim Clark in 1965, which is 40 years ago. Nigel Mansell looked like he was going to do it, but that didn't happen. But we're definitely seeing history here. This is this is one of the most amazing Indianapolis 500s ever. Here comes Vitor Mira. Mira will make a move on the inside of Danica Patrick, Mark James. In the hard charge of the midway point of the back straightaway was able to get the job done. Now Danica is in danger of losing another spot, and she does to Brian Herta. Herta grabs third. He'll try to chase down Mira. The question is, does Vitor Mira have enough for Dan Weldon, or does Weldon have enough for Mira? Weldon safely in the lead. 198 of 200 laps complete for Dan Weldon in the Klein Tool Jimby Machine in turn number one. Vitor Mira has been quietly quick all month long, but does he have enough at time and speed? Right now it is all Weldon in turn two. We've talked all day about how much that clean air means, and it looks like it's the same in the latter stages. Dan Weldon pulling away down the back shoot. Dan Weldon has 27 top 10 finishes in just 36 starts. His biggest win may be yet to come. He's about three miles away from becoming a champion in Sebastian Bourdais slams the wall hard into turn number three. He got collected.
Hampton with another car, lost it, tried to gather it in, slaps the wall in turn three. Mikey's riding down in front of Chris Canary in four. White flag is out, and Dan Weldon is going to win the Indianapolis 500-mile race under yellow. Pick him up. He's in turn number two as the yellow comes out for the board day incident. Adam Alexander, he's in front of you. He started 16th, but at only his third Indianapolis start, Dan Weldon going to celebrate victory at Indianapolis. Vitor Mira right behind. We're under caution on the final lap at Indy. Dan Weldon pulling down the backstretch as the crowd salutes. Danica Patrick coming through and forth. Dan Weldon's been scratching his head all this month of May. He came here fast, but it didn't stay that way. He could do no better than starting 16th on qualifying. And he said that that kept him probably from enjoying this month as much as uh, he would have liked. But, boy, I'll tell you, fans are on their feet, waving their caps to these outstanding champions. All these drivers putting on such a great show at the greatest spectacle in racing. Kristen Airy. The 89th Indy 500 champion, Dan Weldon, is coming into your view. He is in the short shoot. You know, Michael Andretti never won a pole, never won a race here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He got a pole with Tony Kanaan. He will now be a car owner and a victorious car owner, Dan Weldon. Followed by Vitor Mira passes me into four with the call. Here's the voice of the 500, Mike King. For much of the late stages of this race, it has been the Dan and Danica show, but it will be Dan Weldon winning the 89th Indy 500 as an Englishman will roll into victory lane at the world's greatest race course for the first time. So there it is, uh, checkered flag uh, last year right here at the world's greatest race course for England's Dan Weldon. And Dan, what do you think when you hear that? Because I know you haven't had a chance. To, to sit back and listen to the entire race, but what goes through your mind uh, li- listening to those final five or six laps here at the Speedway? Oh, no, just very, very emotional. Um, you know, for, for me, it, it was uh, as a kid, you have you have goals and you have dreams, and uh, you know you're not always able to achieve them in life. But but that was my biggest one. So to be able to to have achieved it at such a young age and and do it in front of so many you know great race fans at, at my favorite racetrack and my favorite race was well, it was truly very, very emotional. Talk us through, if you would, uh, after the the restart where Danica got past you. It was it was pretty obvious, and, and we even alluded to it on the broadcast that you're a sitting duck here if you're if you're out in front at times. But everyone knew that Danica was stretching it on fuel. At the point that she got past you, were you simply biding your time? I mean, what was the strategy being talked to you about from the AGR pits at that time? Well, actually, the the restart was the was the biggest problem that we had, and we were very concerned with that. And you know what we had planned on doing was because we were so poor on restarts all day was trying to let Danica pass us early on in the straight, so then I could sit behind her and pick up her toe and not drop back any further. And and that kind of worked out. It was kind of risky to do that, but we knew that Danica didn't have the car that we had, and we'd be able to pass her. But with the yellows here, you you never know, and it was a case of making sure that we passed her as as quick as we possibly could. And it was about being patient. I had to kind of breathe down the back back stretch a little so I didn't get too close to her and, and lose air. And uh, I think with her car, she was getting a little loose, so she was she was up higher on the track, which which enabled me to to, to have clean air on the low line and uh, just sweep past her. So it was. You know, it, it, it's always very difficult to plan things, and it's the Indianapolis 500, so everybody's very emotional, particularly at that point in the race. But it was uh, the one thing that I will say, I was, I was very calm and I was very disciplined because I knew that I had a good chance and I didn't want to waste it. This was a very special moment for me because uh, I'm sitting next to Dan Weldon watching him listen to it for the first time, and he's over in one corner to de- describe the lineup here. He was actually looking down at the floor, listening, and there was a lot of activity going on in the booth, and I was watching him, and then my voice came on, making a mistake by saying that it was Jim Clark rather than it should have been Graham Hill. But uh, he just kept on listening because he didn't know. Yeah. So. Uh... No, I, I, I did. It was just that way. That oh. happened to be just... Uh... It, it's amazing when you when you sit back and and you think of or, or for me personally what this race has done for me on a personal level and on a race level it's it, it's unbelievable the, 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 this race has I think more power than the president in in some respects but it's it's uh, I, I would just love to win it again I, I really would and um, I, I do believe I have a good chance this year we certainly are trying very hard at Target Chip Ganassi Racing and, and both Scott and I have got very capable cars and I don't want to lose what this race has done for me and there's only one way I can continue that and, and that's by winning so I, I just hope I can do it again. Dan I've heard you say it several times uh, but the, the defining moment for you last year was actually drinking the milk. 
Yeah, it was it was funny. I mean, uh, after I I crossed the yard of bricks, it was you see those double checkers waving and and they're they're just screaming on your on your radio. There's there's pandemonium going on. There's there's four crews trying to say well done to you at once. And you know, I, for some reason, I, I didn't believe that I'd won it yet. And uh, I, I think I was just an emotional wreck and that's why i did the donuts i apologized to brian after because he said absolutely no donuts but you'd have seen you know racing drivers are supposed to be non-emotional and and made of steel and all this but i was a wreck so i had to do something to kind of clear the head a little um but drinking the milk for me was you know the the first time that i i actually felt you know what i'm i'm the indianapolis 500 champion because i'm drinking the milk no they don't just give the milk to anybody and uh, you know we're, it, that that will be a memory that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Nothing beats the great outdoors and camping. Whether you're in a tent, pop-up camper, or RV, there's also nothing like having a convenient power source for everything from coffee makers to cell phone chargers to computers. And that's why Honda portable generators are so popular with the camping crowd. Besides being lightweight and durable, Honda portable generators are extremely quiet and can run for hours and hours. For tent campers, they give you power anywhere. For RVers, think of them as a supplemental power supply that won't tether you to a hookup or run down your RV's battery. We make portable generators from 1,000 watts all the way up to 6,500 watts, and all of our generators come with a three-year limited warranty. And remember, even when you're not camping, you can use your Honda for everything from tailgating to home backup to working outside. Find out more at Honda.com. Honda, the preferred generator of the IZOD IndyCar Series. This is Danica Patrick. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Homeowners, did you know a burglar could break into your home and get away in just five minutes? A locked door may not be enough to keep a thief out of your home. Think about what you can lose, and then think about this. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-800-949-8207. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. So call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-800-949-8207. $99 installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 a month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now. 1-800-949-8207. That's 1-800-949-8207. I'm Takuma Sato, and you're listening to the IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. It's our season-ending edition of IndyCar Weekly, as we remember Dan Weldon. You know, during the IndyCar winter meetings, none of us really knew what was in the cards for Dan as this season approached. He had parted company with Panther Racing at the end of the 2010 campaign, and quality full-time rides were scarce. Dan came by the studio on that winter day, and we talked for a while about a lot of things. Here's that conversation, starting with the mic check. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. Dan, can you give me a three count? Mic check, one, two, three. Yep, okay, that's good. Uh, with uh, with Daniel uh, Weldon. Um, you always call me Daniel. That I always do. makes me feel like I'm in trouble, because that's what my mother calls me. Do you know why I call you Daniel? No. You told me several years ago... I asked you why you always had Daniel on your helmet yeah. instead of Dan Weldon. Which I still do. And, and you told me that, that your whoever it is that does your designs for your helmets said that you would always you should always be called by your proper name. Uh, which, which is true. And you told me that, and so it, I, I remembered that. And this was years ago. This was yeah. probably six or seven years ago when you told me that. So I, I'm referring to you by your proper name that's that's a good story because uh still on my helmet to this day is is daniel Daniel it's it's always been daniel but uh i think actually it's it's nice because when i came to the states i think everybody uh 
other than you and my, and my mother calls me calls me Dan. My wife calls me Daniel when I'm in trouble too. So uh, well, you're but, not you're in no trouble with me. <laughs> I call you DW every now. And then. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. But, but Daniel is generally when I see you, I call you Daniel. Yeah, that's so. that's very but true. But I'm the same way. My father used to call me Michael when I was in trouble, or Michael Wayne. <laughs> when I got the second name, the middle name, I knew I probably shouldn't come into the house. Yeah, well, I'm always very angelic, so um, it's very <laughs> rare that I am in trouble. Yes, I you are. You are. Uh, before we move to, to, to current topics, uh, when you walked into the studio, I have this, uh, and obviously it's radio. No one can see the picture that's uh, behind me here in the studio, but uh, there's a shot that was taken seven years ago outside of the Andretti Green Hospitality Area after I had done an event with, with you guys, and it's it's you, TK, Dario, and Brian Herta. And as you walked in, you saw it, and I said there will never be another four-car team like that. In my opinion, greatest four-car team ever. I, you agree? I, I think you're absolutely right. I, You know, Brian always said when we were together that this, this is something that's incredibly special, and it's going to be very, very hard to replicate. And, you know, uh, I've, I've always had the utmost respect for, for Brian Herter. He was certainly the unsung hero of the team with the work that he did behind the scenes. But it's, uh, I, I think, yeah, absolutely right. Um, you know, that there's, I've certainly had great relationships with actually all of my teammates. I think Scott Dixon and I were incredible teammates. Um, but, but when you put four together and, and, uh, and it you know, works. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the talent of 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 the four. I mean, when when I when I had the opportunity to join that team, and be Brian Herder, Dario Franchitti, and Tony Canan's teammate, I uh, I'm not going to lie. That was that was that was you're stacked up against it there because there's some incredible talent. Um, but for for us all to perform very well and have such great relationships was uh, you know something that's it's memories that I'll always treasure and. You know, I, a lot of people forget the relationship that um, I used to share with with Kim Green during those times. He was incredibly instrumental in in getting me in the team and and keeping me in the team. I tore up a lot of equipment when I first started as a rookie, and you know, he he always stuck by me. And uh, you know, I, I'll always think very very fondly of him too. And obviously Michael and, and Kevin Savory, but Kim was was in, incredible in uh, you know standing by me and, and always offering advice. And not only were you a part of that team, you, you won your championship in 2005, you won an Indy 500 with the team. I mean, yeah, you were with a great team, but at the time, you were, at, at least for a short while, you were the top name on, on the totem pole. Yeah, it was funny because it, it never it never felt like that. Um yeah, I think obviously uh, we we had very strong years from from 2003 really to through through to 2005 when we were all together. But oh my it, God, you guys had won like 65 or 70 percent of all the races. Yeah, but it was, it was amazing. It, it was one of those things that um, I think everybody felt like they contributed to to any person's success. So it wasn't it wasn't like it stood out as. Yeah, Dan's winning everything in 2005, so he's, you know, he's at the top of the totem pole. It was, it was very, it was very much a team, and people think that we're we're talking um, rubbish when we say that, but it, but that was that was very 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 um, much the case, and you know, there there was moments where uh, we, we had disagreements and stuff like that, but what was great was, you know, all four of us would would sit in the room and talk about it and uh, you know even if we disagreed with with the direction that the team was was thinking about going we would we would sit down as a group and and collectively you know kind of resolve that but it was uh you know it's very it was very much uh, a, a team spirit and um i i think that has certainly made me a strong a stronger driver today and and a better team leader i think uh you know certainly it's made me realize how a harmonious environment can can benefit everybody involved. But there's there's when when we talk about this, there's one kind of special memory that that, that comes to mind. And I remember leaving the gym um, when, when I'm in Indianapolis. Uh, I have a close relationship with everybody at St. Vincent's, not only the Children's Hospital but the Sports Performance Center. And uh, I had left there one evening. And uh, I drove by the Andretti Green offices at the time, and I noticed Kim Green's light was on. And uh, I, I remember stopping by, and, and we we had a cup of tea and stuff like that, and just kind of talked. But 
it was it was very nice um, to have that relationship with with a with a team owner. Um, you know, he very he, he very much nurtured me through through the initial stages of of, of being an IndyCar driver, and uh, you know, I I, I always had. Um, you know, a huge amount of, of respect and uh, a, a lot of time for him because, it, you know, it was nice just to, for him to always take the time to, to make sure I was okay and, uh, you know, anything that I needed and, and certainly guidance. I think, you know, when, when, you, when you're thrust into that environment uh, amongst, those, uh, amongst those three individuals, you, you know, you need, you need some nurturing because, you, you know, you, you're learning as you're going and, and he always took the time to do that and I'll always remember that evening as, as being very special. What's it like to drive an Indy car at the famed Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Now the Indy Racing Experience can put you in the driver's seat. That's right, you can drive a real Indy car at the world's greatest race course. Packages start at under $400, but hurry, sessions are selling out fast. Call 1-888-357-5002 or go online to IndyRacingExperience.com. You driving a real Indy car, call 1-888-357-5002 now. Hello, everybody. I'm three-time IZOD IndyCar Series champion Dario Franchitti, here with today's guest, Bob. Bob, you're a big IZOD IndyCar Series fan. What can IndyCar Nation do for you? Driver autographs. Yeah, we can do that. VIP access during race weekends. That's easy. Exclusive web video for real IndyCar fans. Not a problem. Can I have your helmet? Join IndyCar Nation for free today by texting IndyCar and your email address to 88769. Give me back my helmet, Bob. Oh, man. This is Marco Andretti. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-303-3280. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. And it doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It'll be towed away for free and you'll be supporting those who need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. 1-800-303-3280. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get that free vacation voucher for donating. So call right now. 1-800-303-3280. That's 1-800-303-3280. I am Uriel Servia, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. For the past six years, Honda has built every IndyCar Series engine. That same commitment to engineering is what you'll find in the all-new Civic, the official vehicle of the IZOD IndyCar Series. See more at shophonda.com. Our tribute to Dan Weldon continues on IndyCar Weekly. Let's continue my conversation with Daniel, recorded this past winter, as he was reminiscing about his days at Andretti Green Racing. Yeah, we, we had, uh, had some in, in, incredible memories. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like I said, I probably look back and, and I was obviously young to it then and perhaps didn't take the time to appreciate it as much as, as much as I should have. But, uh, you know, they, 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 they were times that I think I'll always look back on and, and, and be so fond of, but it was, you know, having, having success and, and having nobody to share it with is, is not really much fun, but it was, you know, it was the people that we had around us, um, that we were able to share it with that that, that made it that special and uh, yeah I mean it, it it really doesn't matter to this day what other people think I think we all know you know the relationship relationships that we had and and enjoyed and um, you know I I I think it's going to be difficult if not impossible to to, to have those that same environment again um, and it you know it, it probably gives me a little time to touch on the unfortunate passing of of somebody that. I had huge, or had and had and have huge respect for John Anderson. Sure, he was. Um, what a shock! I mean, I was devastating. I, you know, I, I always um, feel, if, even to even to this day, and I still have uh, bad dreams about it. But it, he, he was, he he was a huge part of my success, and um, you know, a, a huge part of, you know, what 
what a lot of people didn't see about that year in 2005 was obviously I was my, my contract was was up at that point and there was a lot of you know contract negotiations going on and you know there was a champ my, my championship my first championship that I was you know, you know had the potential to win um, um, the Indy 500 victory and and th- and through all of that um, John Anderson was 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 there to to give me his honest opinion and you know I was a little a little bit more fiery then I should say a lot more fiery and uh, he he really kind of you know helped me focus and and put my energy um, in in into the right places and uh, you know that's that's somebody that uh, I don't think there's this there's many people um in in this world that i i have that amount of respect for because he was just you know what was so special about him was that it didn't matter whether it was the guy that was sweeping the shop floor to you know to to the team owners or to um you know the presidents of these big companies that sponsored the race car they all had huge amount of respect for john anderson and um you know he he uh is 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 very sorely missed i still think about him yeah yeah every day um I've I've always continued as my career has gone on to, you know, try and incorporate him into um, different teams that I've been driving for, and and uh, you know, obviously we were talking to to him about potentially working, you know, with me again for for this season. So it's 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 a devastating loss, and he was a huge part of of you know my career, and you know his wife is, yeah, she's she's almost like a surrogate mother to me, like. You know, she's one of those ladies that tells me off when I need to be told off, and you listen. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 a huge loss to to the IndyCar community, and I have great 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 memories of him. I remember my first race with him. I was obviously very close to Tony Cotman too, and uh, Tony Cotman had had uh, he left the team, and uh, so they put John Anderson on my car, and I didn't know much about him at the time. And at our first race together in Homestead, I was I was leading, and uh, he forgot to call me in. <laughs> we had some miscommunication, and he forgot Oops. to call me in for uh, a stop under yellow, or he called me in too late. So um, we we had a disagreement on the radio, and uh, if if I, if somebody has that conversation taped, it would be absolutely hilarious. But the way I was talking to him, you would you would think that I was uh, 10 foot tall and weighed 400 pounds when I was really like this little 150 pound guy. But uh, You won that race though, didn't you? Yeah, I, I came back and won and uh, we, we had a joke about that after. But um, yeah, I have, a, I have a, a, lot of, a lot of fond memories um, with, with him and yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's de- he'll, he'll definitely be looking over me this season and making sure that uh, I'm, I'm driving to the best of my abilities and yeah, I, I know he'll help get me in victory lane again. We're obviously talking to Dan Weldon, the 2005 Indy 500 and IndyCar Series champion. Uh, two things that, Dan, we uh, we learned about Dan Weldon during the winter meetings. Uh, number one, we don't know who you're going to drive for in 2011. Number two, you and your wife Susie are going to welcome baby Weldon number two into the world here in just a few weeks. Yeah, another 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 baby. Yeah. Uh... I'm gonna. Sebastian's gonna have. Do we know if it's a brother or a sister? It's uh, it's gonna be another baby boy, Oliver. Uh-oh. Oliver. Yeah, actually, and this is. I think this You've is. You've already the... picked out the name. Yeah. The Oliver. Yeah, I, this is the f- the first time uh, it's it's probably been put in the media. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're revealing this this news here um, for the first time. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be racing until I'm 60 to to pay for their for their go karting budgets. But um, yeah, we're, we're we're very excited. I'm sure I'm not gonna have much sleep. Uh, <laughs> Coming up pretty soon, but uh, yeah, we're we're uh, we're de- we're definitely. Um, I'm not sure you're ever ready for a second, having having had the first. But Sebastian is, uh, I think he's like me. He's 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 nonstop. But we're 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 really really excited. Two two is a bit more work than one. Yeah, I can tell you. And three is a bit more work than two. Yeah, my like my um, agent Adrian, um, has been with me a long time and he's also a, a, a very close friend. And he said, uh, he said it very nicely. He said, you know, when you have the second, you think it's just double the work, but he said, it's absolutely not. It's uh, 10 times that. So, uh, yeah, we, 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 we're, we're bracing ourselves. Um, well, now the good thing is both you and Susie 
Well, of course, Sebastian is walking, so you don't have to worry about it. Sebastian's two now, right? Two? He's, um, he's two, February the 1st. Two, so he's walking. But the, the, the problem is with the back seat of the car. Now you've got not one but two car seats, and you have to, whenever you travel, now you have to take two of the portable cribs and play places and toys and you know you know what it's like now you travel with a small uh storehouse of of things for sebastian well it seems like that goes to quadruple with two i don't know why that is why it's not just a few more toys but it never is well i i think you're right because even now well you you say that you travel with a small this and a small that we don't travel with small anything we seem to have enough for an army so, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've had a close relationship with Honda for a long time, and this is not a sponsor plug or a sales plug. This is, this is just a fact. This is a I, plea. I, I, <laughs> I think I need another Acura MDX. So, Honda, please, if you're listening, we need another one just for, uh, for, for Oliver and, and all the stuff that he needs just to, to take with him. Just to keep it packed and ready to travel. Yeah, we'll have, uh, we'll have Jewel. We'll have uh, Sebastian's MDX and uh, Oliver's MDX. As far as racing until you're 60. Obviously, you, you, you've got to have a team to do that with. You're, you're pretty mum right now. I've tried to pry some information <laughs> out of you. You haven't budged a bit. But I have to assume, Dan, with, with your credentials, there's probably no way we're not going to see Dan Weldon in a car in 2011. That's just me throwing that out there, but you give me your opinion on that. No, I'm, I'm very confident I'll be, I'll be out in a car. Um, and, uh, you know, if a situation comes off that, um, that, that we're working on, I'd be incredibly excited. And I, I'd, I would feel there's a very good chance you'll, you'll see me in victory lane again. But, you know, until the, you know, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, I, I'm definitely not one of those that's going to be out on Twitter or out in the media shouting about it until it's done. Because I think I've been around long enough in this business to know that, um, you know, talk is, talk is pretty cheap. So uh, I'll, we'll continue to, to, to do what we're doing. But um, I feel very confident that we'll be on the grid. And, um, you know, I've, I've been so close to winning a second Indianapolis 500 that uh, I'm, I'm not going to stop till I've won one. I, I know I'm capable of it. Um, so I'm going I'm to keep working hard for, for, for that. Congratulations on landing the job. I'm really excited for you. Thanks. How's your search going? Job market's tight. I mean, I can barely get an interview. Yeah. And I've got student loans to deal with. You're lucky, you know. The National Guard paid your loans off. Luck. The Guard was a smart decision, one you can still make. The National Guard Student Loan Repayment Program can pay up to $50,000 of your existing student loans. Get the details at NationalGuard.com. Danica Patrick, IndyCar race winner. In the IndyCar series, drivers put complete trust in their cars. I put my trust in Peak Performance Motor Oil, formulated to protect against thermal breakdown, and Peak is tough enough to be the official motor oil of the IndyCar series. Whether you cover 200 miles in an hour, or it takes an hour just to get to work, you can count on Peak. When you peak, you win. Available at Advance Auto Parts. This is 2008 IZOD IndyCar Series champion Scott Dixon. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Hey guys, remember when you were 18 with unlimited energy and the stamina to do anything you wanted, anytime? Wish you could relive your glory days and have the testosterone drive of your teenage years with the experience and skill you have today? Now you can with ProGene Daily Complex. This is Dr. Todd Karen from the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine. Testosterone levels decrease in men after the age of 20. It's a major cause of the aging process. The effects include lack of energy, decrease in muscle mass, increasing belly fat, and decreased sexual performance, all of which impact self-esteem, confidence, and most importantly, overall quality of life. Kick your drive back into high gear with ProGene. Call 800-590-7150 today to get a full month absolutely free. No injections, no prescription needed. ProGene is an all-natural herbal supplement that helps men boost testosterone production. Claim your free month supply now by calling 800-590-7150. That's 800-590-7150. Again, 800-590-7150. Shipping and processing charges apply. I'm Alex Tagliani, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. You know, we, we talk about looking back to AGR, for example. You look, you look back over the last four or five years of, of your career. Um, 
you were winning so much there for a while, it almost became routine. Yeah. Um, then suddenly visits to Victory Lane became very scarce. Um, now when you look back over the last three, four, five years of your career, do you have any regrets? Are there any things, are there, are there things that you sit when you're alone and you think, God, really took the wrong turn there. Really wish I had done this. Really wish I had done that. Or do you just simply try to put it all behind you and say, tomorrow's a new day? Oh, I think, I think you, you know, you, you look back and. Um, you, you always want to try and learn in life, I feel, whether it be in, in motor racing or just, just life in general. And um, so, so I think, honestly, I, I will look back and, and, and feel that, you know, I, I think it's potentially you, you make some decisions based on emotion, um, which, which, you know, you, you need to kind of... I'm, I'm one of those kinds of people that are, you know is is emotional i think you can tell if i'm in a good mood or i, think I can, you can tell, tell if yes. you, you, i'm yeah. in a in a bad mood and um i don't often shout too no. much but i i tend to kind of go away and do my own thing and be very quiet which is kind of unusual for me so i, I think um you know certainly making calculated decisions um and, and that's why it's probably taken me longer to make decisions for for this year than perhaps um it would have done in the past because you, you you try and take emotion out of it um but uh you know i i you know you can never look back and 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 regret you know decisions that you've made but um you know certainly you can learn from them and certainly certainly you can learn from experience but uh you know to, to tell you the truth when 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 it's all said and done, when you're strapped in the car, that's 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 the best feeling you have, like um, you know, d- driving the cars. And uh, I, I I still have that burning desire. I absolutely love it. And uh, you know, this is this is the first time ever I've been in a situation where you know I've I've not known in September or October what I'm going to be doing for the following year. And it, it to some degree makes you realise uh, how much you love the sport. It, it really, really does because, uh, you know, I, I, I love driving the race cars. I particularly love the, the Indianapolis 500 and the, cha- the challenges that that brings and, you know, what, what joy that can bring to your life um, what, when you win that race. And, you know, I'm desperate to desperate to, to have that again. But it's, uh, you know, it, it is it is my life. I think, um, you know, it's probably difficult for, for some people to understand, but this is all I've ever done. And, uh, you know, even, even now when I'm not racing, I'm at the go-kart track. Um, and, and, and I have a different mindset now when I'm at the go-kart track because honestly, when I'm there, I'm, I'm thinking what is the best equipment to have Sebastian in sure. and he's only two years old. Well, we talked so, about you should get a two seat <laughs> cart just to, to start getting him ready. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. going to try and get him in pretty soon. So, uh, but it's, um, yeah, I, I've, I've been blessed to have the, you know, the career that I have and certainly I, I think it's going to go on for, um, you know, ho- hopefully for four or five more years. Um, oh, I, and, I think we should. I think we'll I've see it for it. a little longer than that. Don't yeah, you think? yeah. No, you, I mean, you, you never know in this sport, and you know, I, I always want to be in the situations that, uh, that that give you the the opportunity to win, and that's why it's uh, it's important for me to make the right decision for this year. Now you can bring back your favorite memories of the Indy 500 with the IMS Radio Network. Here's the checkered flag for Jim Rathman, the winner of the 44th annual 500 mile race. Just a few tenths of a second. Go to IndianapolisMotorspeedway.com to purchase copies of classic Indy 500 broadcasts. And Elio Castro Neves climbs the fence in the front straight. Johnny Rutherford wins the 1980 Indianapolis 500. IndianapolisMotorspeedway.com 100 years of Firestone Racing. It's a legacy that began way back in 1911 when Ray Haroon and his Firestone Tires won the very first Indianapolis 500. And while so many things have changed over the years, one thing remains the same. The passion that drove us then continues to drive us today. Because even after a century, there really is no finish line. Firestone, celebrating 100 years of racing. Stay tuned for more IndyCar Weekly. Hi, I'm Wendy Stevens, CEO of Local Gorilla Marketing, and we're expanding our sales force in your area. We've been recognized by Forbes magazine as the most trusted marketing brand name in U.S. history. In fact, you've probably heard you're in good hands with Allstate, Old Spice, and many other iconic brands. 
Now, due to the online explosion of mobile, video, and social media marketing, we're experiencing record demand for our cutting-edge solutions, and we're expanding rapidly at this point. Now, in order for us to identify the highest quality candidates nationally, we're accepting applications online. So if you feel that you excel in a dynamic and financially rewarding arena, then we're looking for you. There's an opportunity to earn three to $5,000 a week while you train on your way to a high six or seven figure income for the entrepreneurial minded. To apply, go to www.sixfigurespeedway.com. That's the number sixfigurespeedway.com. Sixfigurespeedway.com. I'm Dario Franchitti, and you're listening to IndyCar Weekly with Mike King. Lastly, is, is Dan Weldon going to have the opportunity to win the Centennial 500? Yeah, absolutely. That was short and sweet. Well, I, I mean, answer your question, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thanks very Excuse much. Excuse me. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, th- thank you. And, and I and I got to say, I, I uh, b- b- before I leave, um, you know, I, I had an uh, incredible relationship with all the troops from the National Guard, and um, you know, just. Because I'm no, no longer at Panther Racing, have I have I forgot about them? Because that, you know, that that to me as well was, um, you know, it's ha- having the experience and, and listening to to those guys' stories, you know, for for me, I think um, made me appreciate people a, a lot more because, uh, you know, that, that indie car driving is is cool and it's fast and it's this and it's that, but. But what what those people do it, it to, to to this day is is still mind blowing. It, it it really is the, the the strength that those people have to uh, you know enable us to roam this country freely is is absolutely phenomenal. They are some some of the toughest toughest characters I've I've ever met. They they really are. It was that was that was for me very very rewarding uh, the last couple of years and uh, I enjoyed that a lot. And that's the late great Dan Weldon. He came to this country in 1999 hoping to become an IndyCar star and win the Indy 500, and he did just that. And You know, I think back on just how confident he was about having a realistic shot at winning the Centennial 500 during that conversation last winter, and how happy I am that he was able to share the experience of winning Indy with Susie and the boys. I remember Daniel's first IndyCar win, and it was huge. Mark Jaynes and I made the trip to Motegi to call the Indy Japan 300 in 2005, and Dan wound up giving Honda its first win at that great facility that they own there at the mountain, in the mountains of central Japan. The victory endeared him to the Honda faithful and earned him a full page of coverage in the Tokyo newspaper. I made sure I kept one to have him autograph it, and it's been hanging in my office for the last six years. Dan wasn't bashful about his talent. He signed it, Mike, this was my first win. It won't be my last. And he was right. Dan made 134 starts. He celebrated 16 wins in victory lane during his IndyCar career. By the way, how did his AGR teammates help him celebrate that first win in Japan? Dario Franchitti, Tony Kanaan, and Brian Herta, they picked him up by his hands and feet, and they slid him face first through that huge victory cake that he had been presented by Honda officials following the race. While this is our final show of 2011, you'll be able to keep track of all of the off-season news each day on IndyCar.com. Also remember, you can contact me with questions or comments at AskMike at Brickyard.com. This is a profoundly sad way to end what has been a great season. I want to say congratulations to IZOD IndyCar Series champ Dario Franchitti, Sunoco Rookie of the Year James Hinchcliffe, and Firestone Indy Lights champ Joseph Newgarden. We all look forward to the promise of a new day that 2012 will bring. IndyCar Weekly has been brought to you by Firestone, official tire of IndyCar and the Indy 500. The National Guard, find your path to honor in the Guard. Peak Motor Oil, Honda Generators, Henchman Racewear, ShopHonda.com, and the Indy Racing Experience. Rest in peace, Daniel. I'm Mike King. IndyCar Weekly is a copyrighted feature presentation of the IMS Radio Network. The voice of IndyCar.